welcome to the Per Pessons Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dusso. I want to try to keep this one short. I want to highlight the word try. And uh, I've been having a lot of things going on right now, as has the world, right? So this is a very touchy time. And that's why I want to talk about a touchy subject. And I'm not talking about what's going on in the world so much, but kind of more with a microscope, more with a, a, a looking glass into your own life, which is something we tend to avoid. We tend to avoid and shut out things. We do this by drinking, by drugs, by games, by Netflix, by hanging out with friends, by sex, by trying to avoid boredom because boredom makes you think about things in your life. And it's easy not to get bored. We have our phones. We can scroll through Netflix and absorb TikTok, Instagram. It's just endless. So we tend to avoid ourselves and we view the world with a lens of how we feel within, whether we are conscious about it or not. And... Before I kick this off, I want to talk about something real quick, a little bit of housekeeping. I just finished the first draft of my book. I don't, I don't think I've mentioned this. And this is something that's been taking me about six years. So it's something that I research a lot on. It's something that if I had a PhD in, it would be this because... This is something I think about every day. This is something I read books on constantly, talk to people on the streets, people that have the actual PhDs, and try to jumble all this into my own little brain and come out with my own perspective. And the book... You know, it, it, it was tough at first. I wanted to write something and it was very general and I wanted to do something that touched home, something about something I have experience in and I, I can actually contribute and make a difference, a footprint. And I feel like this is it. And it's called The 10 Principles of Being the Man You Want to Be. And... This is something I wish my younger self had. Even like at 13, you know, can you imagine that? Can you imagine? I'm 32 years old. Can you imagine that? Imagine you're 32 years old and you went back in time and told your 13-year-old self the things you wish you would have known. So at least there's going to be a book out there and... I have kids. We'll see if they read it. I'm not going to be like, read this book or you're grounded, you know. But 
I, I, I look out for them. It's a, it's a tough world, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff or uh, half my audience is female. I have the statistics and I've wrote, I've written this book knowing that not, I'm not, I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm trying to teach men how to be men. So we don't. Here, here, here's how it should be. Now I'm getting off on a tangent. <laughs> here, here's how it should be. When, when, when a guy dates a girl, it's his duty to leave her better off than when they started together. You know what I mean? So she's set up for the next guy to be a little bit better for a man. Now, I know this can be taken as very sexist. But what I'm saying is the man, men should be higher value and, you know, relationships are tough. Like 50% of marriages are bad and like 5% five, 5 or something like that it ends up being happy and the rest is just like bad, <laughs> scary stuff. But that's the real world because this is the thing. People are, are always trying to avoid their own thoughts. It goes back to that, how they're not conscious they're sleepwalking in life. They're just existing. So if, a, if the man, if men start, which they are, there's, there, there's more and more content out there for awareness and how to, how to go about women in, in, their, in, their, in their tricks of manipulation or or just using them for validation. And it happens. Don't even, don't even, you know, there's girls out there that do that. And guys are not innocent either whatsoever. They treat women very, very bad. They manipulate as well to get in their, in their pants. But what I'm trying to say is you don't have to use manipulation to get in their pants. Or if you are looking for a relationship and you're not looking to sleep around, so I'm, I'm giving those options and doing things the right way because that's how we should go about life. We should do the right things because it's the right thing to do. Now, I'm not saying go and donate all your money to a church. You know, do the right thing. Take care of number one. Take care of the bills. Take, take care of your tribe. Lift others up. Then if you feel like it, and you have an expendable income, you, you, you can donate if you would like. And I'm all for helping people, but people need to help themselves first. And they need to realize things. Just like the old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. So why bring water to the horse? That's all I'm saying. So... This book is about that. It's, it's, it's about doing the right thing as a man. And you, you, this is not taught in school. Your parents can't, can't teach you this if they don't know it. And there's a lot of fatherless homes. It's a rough world out there. So my intentions are for, for good. It's, it's to get you what you want in life. And if you want to get something in life, 
you need to set the dominoes up before you can, you know, hit the first one and have them all lined up and hit the last one. If you're missing some dominoes, there's going to be a gap and you're not going to get that cool little flow going. There's going to be a gap. You'd be like, what's going on? I can't get to the end. Well, it's because you're worried about chasing women. You're worried about everything else but yourself. And this could be applied to women. And I definitely don't mind women reading this at all. I would love it. Like I said, I kept women in mind because I, I just want everyone to be healthy. Like we shouldn't always be happy. That would be weird. And then you wouldn't know what happiness is. Life's got its ups and downs. And things don't work work out, let bygones be bygones. Do it naturally, you know? Things happen. But if you have no business being in a relationship, no business sleeping with girls, sleeping around, because you should be having a job or you have a kid and you don't take care of your kid or anything like that, that that's the issue male or female. We're talking about humanity. So I, I, I touch on that. I touch on the ins and outs of a lot of different human behaviors, how to, how to raise your mating value, your, how to be a high value man. It's, I, I, I'm telling you, it's like six years of my life is into this book. It is, the first draft is done. I have the audiobook version for people to check out so they can critique it because maybe I didn't get a point across or maybe something just doesn't make sense or, or if they did like something or I need to elaborate, anything. Th that's what I need. So I have a focus group if you want to be part of it. I don't care if you're male, female, whatever. I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Everyone's allowed. Different points of views. Fantastic. But what I am asking, because it is tough, I have people interested. I don't know. It, it's, it's a full book. It's hard to get people to read a book or listen to a book. I get it. Like I, I listen to a lot of books. I probably listen to one book a week. And most people don't read or listen to a book at all by their own choice, you know? So, I mean, I get it, but if you eat, the thing is I sharpen my tools all the time. I still take in content in this department because it's just, I just got to It's like, I'm getting my reps in. So I don't, because we all have habits. We're habitual beings. And we forget old habits, we replace them with new ones. But it doesn't mean you can't fall back onto old habits when times get tough or you just kind of get sloppy. You, you revert back to old habits. So that's why I keep my tools sharpened. So this is good for everyone. And 
I am asking you for help to check this out. Let me know what you think. Uh, I've been researching how to actually follow through with a book and release it and get it published. And it's a little daunting, but I'm chopping it up in steps. First things first, finalize the book. So you got the first draft, having people consume that. I'm going to go back and edit that draft. Then I want to send it to an editor, get it professionally edited, then get it back. I'm going to have to look into getting a cover and have to uncover art, hard copies, digital and audio book. And I am extremely vulnerable by releasing this because I'm putting so much work into it, so much time. And it's going to be out there. And my ego says, well, I hope people read this. Like, I'm not even looking to be some kind of, like, top 10 bestsellers or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But, like, hope, I just hope it impacts someone's life. And... I would like to know, it would be nice to know if someone read it and they're like, hey man, this was, this was good stuff. I really, I really enjoyed it. That would be fantastic. But I, I can't focus too much on that because if we do that in life, then it's going to be this giant wall we can't, climb over or or just like destroy and just go walk right through you know we'd just be stuck if we're worried about validation so know that you have an ego and work with it and know view it from an outside perspective and do this because you love doing it regardless so I look at that it's a, it's a, if you ever look at how to write and release a book it's a big big process i'm excited though it's it's a challenge i like challenges and i already have other projects lined up after this i'm going to work on my baristas my comedy coffee shop comedy anime that's my next goal and i love it i want to do it right now you know but i have to do this stuff I don't want to do with editing and stuff on the book. And it's just tedious. It's not fun. It's not fun. But that's, it's the, the, the small things that turn into big things. And you look back and you're glad you did it. And that this is going to be something in my life. I know it's going to be an accomplishment. That being said, Housekeeping is over. This house has been cleaned. Today's episode. Oh, keeping it short. Yeah. 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 Today's episode is. Are you in a toxic relationship? So this can be good for people in relationships, people that just got out of a relationship or are looking to maybe perhaps be in a relationship. Good luck. <laughs> so, 
toxic relationship. First things first, what is a toxic relationship? Well, if you're fixated on the relationship, worried about it, fear of loss, anxiety, um, putting the relationship first in your life. And I know this sounds, it sounds, we're not, we're, we're not living in make-believe land. You know, in a make-believe land, everyone's perfect, right? So the relationship's first, it's the best thing ever. You know, if I lift you up, you lift me up and we lift each other up together. You know, that's great in theory. And in practicality, it does work, but it's not perfectly 50-50. You don't know how you're going to feel today, tomorrow, and a week from now, three years from now. You don't know how you're going to feel. You don't know what's going to happen in your life. Something catastrophic can happen. Your plate could be too full. You could be you could have a health issue. There's a lot of different things. You could be around the wrong people, taking in the wrong content, and and turning into someone you never thought you could be. So, you don't know what it's going to be like. So relationships are not fifty fifty. They fluctuate. You could be bringing in 10. The other person's bringing in 90. It, could, it, it fluctuates. What you, what, you, what you have to ask yourself is, what do you want out of this relationship? What do you want out of life? What are your, your ground rules? Your, your no, the, the, the line that is crossed did you make this line before you got in a relationship? Or is it a unsaid line that you think the other person knows? I mean, because it seems like it would be obvious. Well, if it's not brought up in communication, it's kind of like a, a no-holds-bar. So when you're fixated on a relationship, because you're worried, because you don't know what the other person is doing all the time, or you think they're manipulating you, and you're scared to leave, fear of loss, scared to be alone. If you're, if you're always giving 90% and they're always giving 10% on the relationship, then you're in a toxic relationship. Are you resent? Do you, are, do you have resentment? There should be no resentment. You shouldn't be resenting. Are, are the little things pissing you off? How they laugh? Maybe how they eat? Maybe their jokes aren't funny anymore? You just can't stand them? They're a roommate that you just wish they could move out, but if they really moved out, you'd be alone and you wouldn't know what to do with your life because can't be bored because of your thoughts because then you start actually feeling your feelings and that can't happen 
you're in a toxic relationship then. Then, you, well, on top of that, I want to ask you, are you in a toxic relationship with yourself? That's very important. I don't think this is talked about very much. What's the relationship like with yourself? If you're in a toxic relationship and you know it, then what does that say about you? You just let people walk over you. Does that mean you have no worth? Is that what you really want? I, I've been there. And once it clicks, once, once it gets to that point where you're like, yeah, you know what? It's time for things to change. I am not letting people walk over me. I don't know what I have to do. But I do know life isn't that long. Tomorrow is not promised. So ask yourself if you had 24 hours to live, who do you spend that time with? See, th this is the, the ultimate question for relationships, for the old, um, you know, humans aren't meant to be monogamous and, you know, be in a relationship forever. Yes, we're, we're designed not to, but we have these things called frontal lobes and we have consciousness and things are, are different. The, world, the way society is and the way we've just been evolving. It's like we have this, these ghost reveries in us from our primal days where we have to procreate and sleep with everyone. That's how men are. And then women have to be with the best high-value male that they can get. That, that's our, our genetic code. But there's we have empathy. We have pair bonding. We have relationships that we build over time and we can see what can happen when you have a... a life of re strong relationships and accomplishments and experiences. So the question, if you only had 24 hours to live, yeah, there'll be some people that's like that movie crank, you know, just have, <laughs> trying to keep that heartbeat up and having sex and the adrenaline going, right? If you, you can think of life like that, oh, I only got 24 hours to live, I'm going to, sleep as many women as possible and spend all my money and, you know, nothing matters because I'm going to die. So I'm just going to do anything I want. And it's not even going to matter. There's that mentality. And then there's the mentality of, I want to spend every second I have with the people that are there for me, the people that what really matters in life, which is not the things we have, not the things that we don't have. It's the here and now. 
with the time. People take time out of their day to hang out with you, to have a phone call with you, to make you one of the most important people in their life. I don't think you understand how special that is until you ask that question. So who is in your life for the last 24 hours? Who in the time of needs is going to give you a car ride at 3 a.m. in the morning? Broke down on the side of the road. These are important questions to ask. And those are the people that need to stick around and you need to make sure those are healthy relationships. Everyone else that steals from you, steals energy from you, gonna have to find out what to do with them. Keep them at arm's length. Cut ties with them. You know, try to, don't, Try to do what they did to you, to them. Regardless, whatever happens to you, you have your own moral codes and you should follow them. They don't know any better. Life just happens to us, you know? So you ground rules before you get in a relationship. Like, what should you have? I mean, I would say no abuse, physical or mental, like no manipulation, no physical abuse. That should be, you know, zero tolerance. Then you have to think about other things. You have to think about your life. Like, what do you, how, how do you think of sex? Is it between a man and a woman in a relationship or a woman, a woman, a man, a man, whatever, your partner. How do you see it? It's something to be talked about. And things can change. Our morals change as we grow, as we learn. You know, one person's bad is a different from someone else's bad. Everyone's, everything's a perspective. But one thing's for sure, you shouldn't feel that you are worth less when you're around someone than when you're not. You shouldn't be crying all the time. You shouldn't be fearing for your life. You should be, you shouldn't be fearing them leaving People do what they want. Everyone does what they want. You have no control. The only thing you have control of is your perspective, your attitude, and your reasoned choice for your own actions and your emotions, what's happening within. That's all we got. Can't make anyone do anything. You can influence by example. But, yeah, toxic relationships 
you're going to, how did you get into the relationship is, is kind of important. You know, how'd you meet? What's the circumstances? Then are you bouncing from relationship to relationship? Did you not grow from your last relationship? Are you always resentful? You need some time to look within and work with yourself. That's crucial. That's something I wanted to talk about, toxic relationships. I wanted to hop on here and talk because you know, I don't want to leave you guys hanging. I have so much to say. Just I've been working on this book and... Uh, this has been in the back of my mind every day. Just hopping on here. I know it's easy, you know, for me to boot up the studio and get the old whistle wet and speak my mind. But life's just full of events, you know. So look within. It's going to change your perspective when you look outside in the world and relationships. They're just, they're built. Relationships are built. And if, if you're not building it's a constant building process, if you're not doing that, then there's a problem. I'm going to keep it at that. And if anyone has any questions, if you feel free to email me at perpessence at gmail.com. You can look perpessence up on Instagram or Brian do so on Instagram. That's probably a little better. So that's B-R-Y-A-N underscore D-U-S-S-E-A-U. I'll put that in the show notes. The 10 principles of being the man you want to be. I need you guys. And gals, I need the people on the front line because this is important, putting my neck out there. And it's scary to voice your whole philosophy out in the world and risk getting ridiculed, especially right now. You know, I've been doing this for over two years, three years in September on the Perpessence podcast. And just writing the book gives me a whole perspective on that. And I try to be as honest as possible. Try to voice what I feel. And I'll probably do one on uh, what's going on in the world. And it's, it's from a different perspective than what you usually see. And it's just rough, man. Like I'm thinking about deleting my Facebook app on my phone because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing everything. It's uh, I can't I can't even go a day without it. It's it's a sickness, and I don't want to get sick. You know, and I'm not talking about coronavirus. I'm talking about just what's in the entirety of the state of the world at least from the US perspective it is 
disgusting. And I don't want it anymore. I think uh, social media is a uh, has too much power. I'm not, I gotta stop because I'm gonna go on another half hour, hour on, on this. It's a different subject, so we'll talk more on that later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out. Peace. This is very unusual. I've never been alone with a man before, even with my dress on. With my dress off, it's most unusual.